of spiritual baddies, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. You're listening to the Embodiment Podcast, where we dig into who you are behind closed doors. And even if you aren't an entrepreneur or on your spiritual journey, but you're looking for something to listen to while you're on the treadmill, or on the road, or just looking for some new knowledge to gain, welcome. I'm your co-host, Ashley Fry. And I'm Manote Series. Okay, something I feel like is due for us to talk about and is also something really important, um, especially nowadays in the age of social media, in the age of there being trends, like very, well, there's always been trends, but nowadays they switch so fast. Uh, I feel like people go through identity crises because of it. I mean, my 45 personalities. (laughs) But um, let's talk about being yourself and being authentic. Very, could be a very broad broad topic. (laughs) I could go on 50 mind rivers right now. It could be, you know, but it could be a very, very broad topic. But I think it also goes hand in hand with the word embodiment and who you are behind closed doors. Not the word, our, the title of our podcast, <laughs> right? Um, the meaning behind our podcast. But yeah, so let's just have a... That was absurdly loud and obnoxious. <laughs> Why? It's, my water bottle is just really big and it makes a lot of noise. I should put on the floor too. It's probably obstructing the view. <laughs> okay, so a second while Mano has a moment so extra um you're being authentically you that's all that matters i'm being being myself um so let's talk about someone who is being being authentic and what they embody let's tie that in so if someone's being authentic what would you say what would you say is like a key indicator that somebody's being authentic their energy 100% their energy. I feel like when someone is truly authentic, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm talking more authentic to another person. Like say they're having a discussion and you, you're seeing if someone's authentic, like the way they're. So you're talking about like judging if someone's being authentic, judging if someone's being authentic. Um, I mean, like the way I look at it is if I talk to someone and I immediately get off vibes from them and I feel like they're putting on some sort of act, that's when I'm like, okay, they're not being really authentic. Or they're not they're not being their true self. They're trying to hide something. What would you what do you feel when you feel off vibes? Like off putting vibes from someone? I feel like I don't want to be around them. Like well because the thing is with people who are off putting, it's like you you're sitting there, you're looking at them and you feel like there's something off and and you're like, I don't know what it is, but that this person is not trustworthy in some way. And I feel like that speaks to their authenticity because mm-hmm. when i meet someone who's authentic i immediately look at them and I'm like okay they're being authentic i like i i know i trust them i know they're being their true self they're not putting on an act for me yeah which is why it's like it's easy to tell especially when you're spiritual and you know a lot of and when you meet people you can tell that kind of stuff yeah it makes it easy to read people and be like hey wait you're being and being authentic. spiritual doesn't mean you can just meet someone and know that it means that you pay attention to those, those things. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, how do you... So it? I was going to ask, or I was going to say, what characteristics, like, obviously it's a broad topic, um, but what characteristics do you think 
are easily identifiable in someone who's being authentic. They're more open. They don't cross their arms as much. When someone is trying to hide something, body language. So I've really see I love this because I catch myself myself. Oh my god, not my multiple personalities coming out. Other <laughs> authentic self. Um, no, I'll, I'll catch myself sometimes doing it just for comfort. Yeah, and then I'm, I, I look, I do the bird's eye view of myself, and I'm like, what am I doing? Why are my arms like? I'm, I enjoy being here right yeah. now. Why are my arms crossed? So that's kind of I. That is a very important point, but I also catch myself doing that. Not for the reason of not wanting to be there or for lying, just for comfort. Mm-hmm. I do it, no, and I do it too sometimes for like for comfort. Sometimes I'll like cross my arms or like some, it, like, cause it's almost like hugging yourself. Like, sorry. It's almost <laughs> okay. It's almost, I'm sorry. It's almost as if you're hugging yourself. Yeah. Watch for, watch why you're, it's, it's like, yes. Yeah. But it also contributes to my bad posture. Yeah. Cause you're like slouching it. Yeah. Like, it is a comfort thing though sometimes. Exactly, because again, it's you're hugging yourself, but ninety over ninety percent of communication is nonverbal. That's body language. It's body language. So whenever I'm talking to someone, especially since I read a lot of books on managing people and like understanding how people react, you just look at someone's body language and you can tell that something's off. Like if they are doing this when I'm talking to them, I'm immediately like, okay, they're trying to close off something. They don't want me to pry too much into what they're doing the way or they're thinking about what you're saying or they're in their they're countering it in their head yeah they won't say they're countering in their head like like it's like they're very much opposed to what you're whatever you're saying so they're sitting there ready to respond they they're closed off to everything you're saying there's ways where people will when they're instead of talking to you if if they're not facing you they'll face away from you even the way their toes are pointing if their toes are pointing away from you it's because they're closed off to you and they don't want to associate with you yeah. so they point away from you but if there's someone's pointing towards you if they're looking at you and their body is facing you it means that they're engaged in the conversation i think body language in relationships too is so important if you're feeling confused or if you're feeling uneasy if you feel like your person is hiding something or whatever body language right yeah. especially with friends with anyone for me the way that people move around me and the way that people acknowledge me and same as I am to other people mm-hmm. is so important. I'll catch myself sometimes like zoning out and I notice because I'm zoning out, I'm not looking at them or I'm yeah. looking at them, but I'm thinking about something else in my head. And so my hands are doing and I do it sometimes to like regain like before I was going, I put my hands like this yeah. to regain focus. But Body language is so important. It's good that you bring that up. I, well, I think because if we're talking about authenticity, the way you tell if someone's truly authentic, like they're not, they're not just going to say, yeah, I'm not authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're not going to tell you. So it's just looking for those signals of whenever I meet, like even whenever I meet someone, I look at their body language and there's even ways like the ways your eyes point. Like if some, if you ask someone a question and they're lying to you, they're going to look up into the right, I believe. And if they're trying to recall information, they look up to the left. I look up to the left a lot. Yeah. So if they, if they recall information, if they're trying to recall information, like my dad even taught me this. He was like, whenever I know if someone's lying, when I ask them a question and they look up to the right, I know immediately they're, they're lying because you look up to the creative side of your brain to make something up. 
the logical side is what you look up, you look to call reconfirmation. So I ask someone a question, and if they look up to the left, I'm like, okay, they're actually trying to think. If they look up to the right, I'm like, you're trying to make something up. Like that, that's unless up. you're working on like a creative. Well, yeah, unless you're like working on something creative, obviously. But if you ask them a direct question, like, did you have pizza yesterday? And they're like, no, I had Philly cheesesteaks. That's a, that's a, that's a stupid example. <laughs> but, but, but like, you, you know what I mean? So it's, it just depends because a lot no, of people. No, that's, that's very good to know. That's yeah, very it's good. also good to conduct because when you're working with teams too, if you want to know something's getting done, you look at them, you ask them. And if they look up to the right, you're like, they're trying to make an, up an excuse right now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're like, if they are trying to make an excuse, then okay, then I need to be more on their ass yeah. in the future. I'm not going to tell them, I'm like, like, I know you're lying. Yeah. But I'm going to be like, okay, now I know I need to be, be more on top of their ass. Yeah. Going okay. Forward. So we got body language as a characteristic, being open. Is it a characteristic? Body language is not a characteristic, but something I guess you can, when you're trying to an ad- identifier. I and yeah, an identifier. Um, what's another one? So we got body language, openness. Yeah, openness. <laughs> um. There. The the way oh um, I was gonna say how open they are like sorry their optimism optimism I was gonna pessimism. I was gonna say passion which I feel can kind yeah, of intertwine yeah. with that if someone and I'm thinking about what people do when they're authentic what paths they go down um, if they're doing something that they should be doing or if they're doing it say. I'm going to use my business for an example, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, like, I'm trying to grow it, but I'm not forcibly growing it for money. I do it because I enjoy doing it. Lashes, even this podcast, we do it because we enjoy doing it. We're not pushing it in front of people's faces forcibly to make money. No, we're, we're this is post- a passion project. Exactly. We're posting what we can. We're posting what we enjoy. We're posting fun stuff that we enjoy. We're talking about topics that we enjoy talking about. And we're posting it to develop ourselves. Yes. Right. And so when you look at that versus maybe one that is more for money or something that's not as authentically driven, it, I've, that's an indicator as well. You can see through how people approach things again that kind of goes hand in hand with body language as well how do people yeah. approach things <laughs> do you know what this is that way is yeah it's is it no this is thank you this is you must you yeah <laughs> body language i didn't do that real do you no I, I was i was doing this and i i had an intrusive thought oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of the personalities was like do it do it do it <laughs> um but yeah so Let's talk about the word authenticity itself. I also just want to quickly say, yes. I, I just want to. I also want to quickly say, um, I was on. Why a, was that such an aggressive? Sorry, I, I don't know why. I just I heard and I was like, damn. He says like fifteen times in a row. He says um once and then smacks himself. I'm bugging you. So bugging. Put put hot sauce on the tongue. Hot sauce on the tongue. You know they do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Are you telling me to shake a bottle of Tabasco in my mouth? Yeah. No. No, sir. I'm saying I should do that because I I said the the, the filler words. I'm like, mm. 
Yeah. Okay. 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 I've got a mini. When I was in uh, Nashville, we went to this restaurant. I forget what it's called, but they had the tiny, tiniest little bottles of Tabasco ever. And I said, yep, I'm taking it. You take the whole, I'm like, I'll have your whole stock. Yeah. I wish. So. But what would that do? That wouldn't even be one serving of Tabasco. Even they'd be cute. They'd be like, like. Yeah. Some like those little parties. You know? Yeah. Or those little mini, you know how people collect those mini sets of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Mini kitchen. Yeah. The Tabasco and, would work perfectly in there. That would have, that would have. Sorry. What I was saying was in terms of authenticity. I was actually on a podcast today talking to someone. Ashley's like, Mano goes on a podcast without telling me. <laughs> now, if you are, I'm going to compare this to a relationship. Okay. If you're in a relationship with someone yeah. and you go on a date without telling them, you are cheating on them. <laughs> I guess I'm a cheater. <laughs> he didn't tell me until after I, I told you right after i got off the call okay but where was the text saying hey i'm hopping on another podcast <laughs> it didn't need to be a long paragraph and you didn't need to tell me who it was but you could have just fucking told me no i should have i need i need to work on my communication skills mm-hmm. i still need to work on those but one of the things mm-hmm. that he asked on the podcast mm-hmm. he said on the podcast mm-hmm. was he was watching our youtube channel mm-hmm and he watched the video of us going to Malik's cafe. Mm-hmm. And he said, I can tell how authentically you, you guys are in that video. Because just watching that video, I would never have pulled up a camera and filmed myself like that in the middle of the road that everyone could see. So just seeing you guys do that really showed me how authentic you guys are. And that you guys don't care about what anyone else thinks of you. It's just authentically what you guys want to do. And no matter what you guys are going to do it. And I was like, that's very sweet. And, and it, like it actually matches with our, whatever we're talking about. No, that about. ties into that. It ties into it because he, he literally said it comes off in your content that you're authentic. I love that. I See, that's the thing is everything because, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewind. As soon as I started becoming more conscious of everything that I've been doing and that I'm going to say I woke up. I woke up properly from the bullshit I had tied myself into last year, January, February, whatever, however long it took me to fully start being more conscious of everything. That's a lie. Let's say end of February. Let's say that's when I started becoming more conscious. Everything that I've done, whether it's this podcast, whether it's the business, whether it's my own personal Instagram, I've tried to dedicate everything that I do to being authentically myself and not giving a fuck about what other people think. And so that's when I stopped caring about if I had four photo dumps in a row or if every single one of my photos had the multiple posts thing on it, where some people might look at that and be like, okay, well, no, I need to put a filler post it. For my personal stuff, for my personal brand, for my personal page, whatever people get to see of me first, I'd rather it just be whatever comes to my mind, whatever. Yeah, and same thing with our page. If we post four videos in a row, if we like the content and 
it's extracted straight from our conversations and they were good conversations that we enjoyed having why not yeah so exactly. i really that's i really appreciate that because that means that by asking you to do this podcast with me i chose the right person to match my energy with that and who is just as dedicated and authentically passionate towards doing this yes <laughs> no I, I i appreciate that in all, in all seriousness i appreciate that and i actually appreciate you coming to me in the first place and actually us starting this podcast in literally less than a day yeah not even less than a day like like in five hours yeah. and getting it up and running and started and doing all the research and now i think we're actually going through one of those processes again because we start we're both starting to watch a lot more videos mm-hmm. on on podcast growth and phase two baby phase two phase two it almost took, it only took us a year <laughs> that's okay but at the, in the grand scheme of things it means we weren't forcing it we were exactly we are forcing it and we've been consistent every single week mm-hmm. even if we've missed a few days within the week we've posted every week yeah and that's all that matters um okay let's go back to we talked about characteristics traits indicators of authentic people Let's go back into what authenticity means, what the word authentic means, what it means to be authentic. Do you have a specific way you would word that or describe that? I'd say when I think of the word authentic, I think of truthfulness. I think of truthfulness towards oneself. Mm -hmm. So you know who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and you're not afraid to show who you truly are to the rest of the world. Authenticity is literally just being truthful about yourself to the world. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Cause I think that there's no other way to describe it in the sense where it would give you any other, like the only information you need to know is that yeah. being truthfully yourself in the public eye is being authentic. Yeah. I think now that I'm thinking about it, one way to put it, is if you're being authentic, you don't just talk the talk, you walk the walk. Mm, yeah, true. So like putting the words behind, putting actions behind your words. Yeah. So if you say you value this or you value doing this, you do that. Yeah. Or you implement that into what you're doing. Let's give an example. We, developing this podcast, we call Let's it- Let's use another, let's use a different example. Like okay. Okay. Talk about the podcast is good, but let's use something. Let's use other stories outside of the podcast. Where's okay? Where's what's one thing in your life where you are authentic, like truly authentic? You can think about it and you say, "Okay, no, I know I stated this, and I know that I followed up with this on in content on videos." Yeah, I feel like I used to have this pre-notion where I was like, "Oh my god, I I care what everyone thinks about me." I, you know, like, I'm always stressed. What are people going to think? Are they going to like this? Whatever. And I used to be scared of my perception online. And now I'm just like, why don't I just be who I am Mm -hmm. in my content? I'm not going to suppress anything. I'm just going to make videos in my style and not worry about what everyone else is thinking in terms of, like, about me. Mm -hmm. Because I don't care at the end of the day. Ain't nobody paying my bills except me. Yeah. So why would you care about 
this can sound so rude. Why would you care about other people's opinions, right? Yeah. Because if I'm being authentically me, I mean, I'd say in terms of the first thing that comes to my mind is the content wise. Yeah. It's like if you, if you look at my content, it doesn't, I don't act different in my content than I do like right now. Like I'm still the same energy, mm-hmm. the same style. Like it's not anything different. So I, I think that's where I can relate it to a little bit. What about you? Yeah. Um, if we're thinking about actions aligning with words and that being authentic, uh, I'm going to give an example that was actually a big thing that I experienced recently. Uh, a big event that happened. Um, but I had shared with someone that, and I think this is really important because many people might not hear this and think that's being authentic but if you're looking at the definition of authenticity and your actions being congruent with your words beliefs and values then it really does and I basically I told this person I have to respect my own boundaries and if this how do I word this if I don't feel like my boundaries are being met in this situation, then I'm going to have to move forward without you in my life. And it might I might have said it in different words, but I always tried to communicate that across in the most straightforward and loving way as possible. Because you move with loving intentions. I always do my best to be intentional and do it with love mm-hmm. and support and consideration and uh care and so this and as i get older and as we do this podcast and as we learn more about ourselves and learn more about the world and grow and this is why your 20s is such an important time in your life because you're figuring all of these things out you're figuring out how you normally would have reacted to situations when you were 16, 17, 18, 19. And then you actually are conscious of how you're acting and reacting towards situations because when you're an adult, there's almost more weight to everything. So yeah, this was something where I it fucking sucked in the moment. But I told myself, okay, no, I have to look at the bigger picture. I have to look at what I've said, how I've communicated it. I have to look at my, not expectations, but requirements when it comes to friends, relationships, everything. And I did that last year in a relationship too. I was in a relationship and some things happened that really put me in a position where I could have been really embarrassed or I could have been very remorseful and it was hurtful. And in the moment when you're going through stuff like that, you don't really see it for all that it is until you pull yourself out of it. And you're like, fuck. You see from an eagle eyes view, like from an outside perspective. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I value And I will tell everybody, and I've told close people 
to me this many times before. But if you're in a situation and you have five people telling you something is happening the way that it is, and you're trying to and you're trying to Dis- dispose the spell of it this yeah dispel of that idea but also try and make it appear as something else you really should be listening to those people and take their words into consideration. even if you're not making a decision based off of that it should be a time of reflection where you sit back and think that and so in that relationship last year i asked i had obviously my close friends opinions but i went to work uh literally day after dealing with this i want to say two weeks of craziness like you could call it embarrassing you could call it insane you could call it whatever but i just i kept my cool through it and then i went to work after and i already had opinions from my friends but i asked a few of my coworkers who had met the person who had been in close proximity with him maybe not for a long time but for a certain period of time and i said hey this is what i or no i didn't even say that i said hey i want to ask your opinion on this before i tell you what happened what do you think of this person and what do you think of their actions and that was before i told them what actually had happened on uh the two weeks of craziness and they told me they said well, I can spot a narcissist from a mile away. Or, uh, no, he made everything about himself in this situation. Or, no, he almost speaks about you like you're smaller than him. And so, I, that's about, again, one of my big values is taking into consideration the people who are close around me, not opinions. But things that they notice, it's not really. I don't look for opinions, but I look for perspective. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, perspective, not opinions. And what did I do that night? I made the decision. Like, if I don't break up with this person right now, then I'm going to get stuck in the cycle. And if it's meant to be, it'll happen eventually. But I can't tolerate this bullshit. Like, it's a hard thing to do. Let's not underestimate. That's after you've been in a relationship with someone. Yeah, it's a hard thing. To cut it off because you were so used to being around that person every day. Well, and it wasn't. It wasn't. But you were being authentically you by doing that. That's the thing. It wasn't a. It wasn't. It wasn't a long term relationship. It was newer. But when you're in a newer relationship, you try to be optimistic, right? And you try to think, okay, well, what if yeah. it gets better? But if these are the true colors that they're showing you, within one month, two months, three months, yeah, you kind of gotta listen to those signs, right? So. Those are two situations, the friendship that I had to pull myself out of recently. That was a really big decision, and it was an upsetting decision, and it was really hard. But I knew that based on my values and my beliefs, that if I had undermined myself again and not made that decision, that it would have spiraled spiraled into something bigger, hurt them or me even more and that wasn't something that i felt like either of us deserved so based on my boundaries i made that decision and then the relationship that was a big one because that was a really big decision that wasn't ignited i in the past i've had a really hard time with just making big decisions like that and not 
um, and taking time with it and thinking mm-hmm. about it versus knowing and listening to that intuition and that feeling right away. Yeah. And so that was probably one of the first really, really big decisions that I had done the digging for and come to a conclusion really fast for on my own. So, yeah, those are two. That's just no balls, though. Yeah, but it balls. But authentically, authentically, you and also the growth, because you said that you originally didn't have the willpower to make those decisions, but you just did. So and grown balls. I think the more... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my boobs have gotten <laughs> um but i think i think the more that you come to know yourself and the more that you come to set out your values and your beliefs and take action based on those values and beliefs the more authentically you move through life and it could be with friendships it could be with relationships it could be with your work it could be with your creative projects it could be with the community work you do or with your social media in general, your personal social media. But the more that you set down those beliefs and stay true to them, the more authentic you will present and the more ease that life will kind of give you. Because when you know that you're making a decision or you're doing something intentionally or you're acting in a way that aligns with your beliefs and values, you might have maybe like a few seconds of doubt or something, but then you come back to that. Okay, no, because if I went the other way, that wouldn't align with who I am. That's a good way of looking at it. But it also shows that through that journey that you went through, mm-hmm. you still walked with authenticity. And going back to the topic, we're talking about authenticity. We're talking about yeah. in your situation specifically your relationships that you've had to cut off because it wasn't benefiting you and being authentically you you said i couldn't deal with that and even if it was hard to to cut those people off you still were able to do that so regardless of anything else that happened it still shows authenticity in your personality and who you are because you were able to do that knowing that they didn't benefit your future self yeah or even them Right. If I were to stay in those match. Yeah. If I were to stay in those positions, maybe because I wasn't being authentically myself, I would end up hurting them. And so I'm a very emotional person. I've always prioritized relationships and friendships. And when you start to become more self-assured and realize things, maybe for other people, it might not present in their relationships or in their friendships. But for me, as I get older and I start making those bigger decisions for someone who was nice to everyone and who is accepting of everyone, always accepting of everyone, it's harder for me to set down those boundaries and know those boundaries. So for me, the more that I do that, the more authentically I feel like I am coming into myself. An analogy I like around this is about a rocket. And when you think of how a rocket's launching, a rocket launches with a shitload of propellers. It launches with, it's huge. And it's a gigantic explosion. There's there's towers everywhere. But as a rocket launches and it gets to a certain altitude, it has to drop its propellers in order to get to the next, to to space. Mm -hmm. If it does not drop those propellers, it will come crashing back down to Earth because it doesn't have enough momentum to go up. So those propellers, and I, I like to, I liken that to relationships especially with the ones you were, you were talking about, sometimes you just need to let go of those propellers to get mm-hmm. to the next 
highest stage of your life. So detachment, detachment, right? Detachment, authenticity. You are authentically a rocket. I like that. I like that. Aw, that's cute. Um, let's meditate. <laughs> no, I was gonna say what. So we've talked about authenticity. We've talked about embodiment a little bit. What other synonyms would you kind of throw in there? Like, what else do you think of when you think of the word um, authentic? Hmm. I mean, other than truthful, I think that obviously authentic means yeah. So truthful, authentic, truthful, truthful embodiment. Can no, I don't think that's a word. Conduction, the way you conduct yourself, like just the way you. I guess like could also be truthfulness. Because that's kind of the way you conduct yourself too. If you're truthful or not. Because for me, I don't think genuine, genuine, but also that's truthful, isn't it? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that? They're synonyms. They're synonyms. All things. Oh, oh, okay. So you can just. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, then, so genuine, truthful, um, <laughs> honest. Yeah. <laughs> caring. And and doesn't necessarily have to be about other people. You can be caring for yourself. That's still being authentically you, right? Because you're caring for your... Well, and that's how you... Let's move into how to be more authentic. So, how do you be more authentic? Because I feel like it's something for some people, it's just more natural. To just not give a shit with anyone. Actually, no. You know what? You know what? That is a lie. That is a lie. I think, obviously, for most some people, it is it is easier in some capacity. But it all stems from their experiences yeah and also we live we've grown up in a society where it's very hard to tell who's authentic or not because of social media but you we can tell you edit your photos you ain't safe we can tell your photo your instagram ain't authentically you okay angry (laughs) i really came i really came for some people there you in fact left the facetune tag on your post (laughs) <laughs> you could see the the wall curving behind you. No, not even that. No. Okay, so I'm doing social media for a company right now. Um, and someone that they were working with, I went on their socials to see something. And I've never used Facetune. I never have. If I've ever touched anything up for like my business or even in the past when I used it for myself, which I don't anymore, that was like a maybe grade eight to grade 10 phase. But I always used Photoshop Fix. Like the, it's a free app on your phone. Yeah. But a lot of people use Facetune. A lot of people still use Facetune. And so I went on this person's page and he had a photo of him with his family and in the left corner, not even like a little, a little word. It's like the whole left side of the Instagram post. Facetune. I was like, how do you miss that? And how do you, the way that you post I mean, that too. I mean, I guess he doesn't, I guess he's like, he authentically doesn't care. I mean, and that could be one part of it. But me, a Gen Z, seeing that, knowing that a lot of people use it to hide stuff or to change and manipulate things so they look a certain way it's just counter it counters it when you have the facetune tag on there it's just funny see personally i hate facetune 
And I don't hate it because of what it, like, it, it can ups, obscure your body, whatever, do whatever you want with it. Because, sure, if you if you feel more confident editing your photos, go ahead and do that. But I just don't, like, I've tried to, like, I've tried to go in and play with it because everyone has it. I, I don't know how to use it. it. I don't know. I literally, like, it's also such a scam because every time you click a button, it gives you an ad to purchase. I'm like, no, I'm not paying for this. Yeah. I don't blame it. I don't think I've ever downloaded it. Don't quote me on the, I never downloaded it. There might have been a time where I downloaded it just to like see, but yeah. I don't remember it. Like I genuinely don't remember if I ever have or not. But yeah. Um, I wonder if AI can make a skinny by at, where like make me skinnier. I think we'll just make you skinnier in the photo. I'm sure. It I'm definitely, sure it definitely can. will exist. Do you, do you see that thing I sent you today yeah, in that website? Being skinnier though. Yeah. No, should. not me. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying like literally going on AI and you'd be like, make me skinnier. You sent me. The video of an AI video generator. Yeah. It, wasn't that crazy? Yeah. If it can do that. I didn't watch the video, but, like, it can take photos of people and make them, like, speaking, talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you see the, the video of Justin Trudeau talking about hummus? <laughs> that was fully AI generated. Yeah, I know. That was hilarious. And he was being authentically him. <laughs> um, okay. I want to go back to what you were saying before. And it ties into how to be authentic. We'll shoot. Um, spend time with yourself. And this is so important because if you are living your day to day and not spending time with yourself, even if it's half an hour, even if it's 10 minutes before bed, if you and I am guilty of this right now, except for I've been doing better. Okay. I wrote in my journal today. I did write in my journal today. Okay. I have not. I need to get on that. I also woke up at four forty-five in the morning and he didn't go back to sleep. But I that that was so crazy. I had I had a gap in there and I was so so I felt so inclined to go take a nap, but I said no, sit there and write in your journal. So I did. And anyways. What do you write in your journal? Um today I wrote because of it was the morning and I didn't want to get all emotional. I did my affirmations in my okay. journal because when I I'm a visual learner and so when I put pen to paper especially with affirmations it just stays it like transforms my energy so much more and I'm filling out a whole page right like and I'm not yeah. stopping I keep going I keep going I'm not writing the same thing over and over again but I keep going and then I read it to myself after and what journaling techniques have worked the best for you um what do you mean like there's affirmations, there's talking about your day. Okay, there's so some of your dreams, dreams for me. For me personally, when it comes to setting setting my intention for the day or energy or anything along those lines, I love writing affirmations in my journal. And that could be, and this is just a quote from it, but I always started off with I am in the timeline of my highest good, my deepest desires, and my ultimate fulfillment. And then I move on, and it could be, I wake up in satisfaction, ready to energize my day. Um, I wake up in satisfaction, ready to energize my good. I love being good. I love having good days. And then uh, another one could be um, success and successful opportunities find their way to me easily. I'm a magnet for successful opportunities. Um, 
And this is why I love, I usually put on either meditation music or I put on Tony Jones um, in the background because as I'm writing these things down, I also have Tony Jones and she is all of her songs. Like some of them are, um, oh my God, she, I hope there's one that was stuck in my head this morning is I am, mm, 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 wait, it's going to come to me. I am loved, I am balanced, I am healed. No, what's the first one? I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch. <laughs> no, oh my god, what's the first word? No, okay, you know what, I think it is, I am healed, I am balanced, I am loved. Uh, oh my god, no! What's the first word? I wish I could help. I know, it's okay, it'll come to me. It's It's at the tip of my brain right now. But that whole song, she's just saying those words. Like she keeps and she goes, um, I release, I love. No, I am healed, I am balanced, I am love. I am mm, I forgive, I release, I love. And the whole song is her saying that. And so I have that in the background and obviously it takes me probably like twenty minutes to fill out that whole page. Like journaling for me when I'm doing affirmations takes me twenty minutes, okay. Um, we should make these as YouTube. By the way, I'm just I'm just thinking like all these things that we're talking about in terms of how to start journaling, meditation music. We should do like actually make YouTube videos on this. Like not even like, we should also just do shorter podcast episodes. Yeah, we talk like, about talk little yeah, like, like that. writing affirmations. What are also going through affirmations? You sleep. You go to sleep listening to, to meditation music. Yeah, I do too. So why don't we just make it our own and then we just make our own meditation music. Like, I feel like a lot of people would... Yeah, I'll pull out my piano. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was being like, we are healthy. We go... You are wealthy. We go and buy... You are good. body, But, um... Yeah. But yeah, so... Going back to journaling, it helps me so much to have her voice in the background because I have my own affirmations that I say. I try and switch it up. But having those in the background, it gives me ones I can throw in there. But it also keeps me thinking as I'm writing my affirmations. And so it keeps me optimistic. And I can go back and I can use the same affirmations that I wrote in there or came up with in that moment. Or I do it again. And these new ones keep coming to you. And you, you keep getting... And it's like a build of energy. And that's why I love writing in my journal. Because I feel like when you're in the mirror, sometimes you keep, you say the same thing. It becomes a routine. You say the same thing. But when you're writing, that creative part of your brain opens up. And so I'm looking to the right side of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that helps me a lot. I also, I don't know, writing almost in like, poem form about situations not fully uh in poem form but along those lines where it's a little bit more like storytelling for me that benefits me a lot more in getting my emotions out when it comes to journaling but I try I really try not to do that in the morning that is a later in the day or nighttime thing because if I'm journaling in the morning I want to be setting my intention for the day yeah and setting setting energy um, do you do at nighttime? Do you do um, manifestations? Do you do about your day? Like what? How does that look for you? Sorry, I got a credit email. Um, <laughs> I got a credit email. Yeah, I saw Borrowell and I said, 
Um, it was all good. Don't worry. Uh, so if I'm writing at the end of the day, that was your question, right? Sorry, I got distracted by the email. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I lost focus, but I still kind of knew where you were at. Um, I don't know. There's different... You can search up, and we. this was one of our first episodes, was doing shadow work prompts. It's really good. You can pull out three questions and just work on those in one night, and then you can build on that. And I have a journal that's strictly uh, for my highest self. And so on the first page of it, I have, I am my highest self written. And then on the pages after, like, I have one, uh, one page is dedicated to how I communicate. And so I just say, I, uh, I communicate my boundaries. I am genuine with the way that I speak to other people. I, uh, tell my friends that I love them. I tell my parents that I love them. I am, I speak with loving intentions. So that's a little bit more direct and intentional. Whereas the one that I've been writing in recently, I wrote alignment on the front of it because I felt a little bit out of alignment. So that one can be my affirmations or it can be me writing out my emotions because if you're writing it out and putting it onto paper, you're kind of realigning yourself. So that's where I wrote, I was going to write more than alignment and then I put it on the front of it and I looked at it and I said, nah, that's good. I'm leaving it like that. Have you ever done fire manifestation? No. Like I've eaten fire on stage with Tony Robbins or no, maybe it it wasn't Tony Robbins. I lied. I don't remember who it was, but when I was eight years old, you can ask my dad this. He brought me to a conference. Didn't you walk on hot coals? I'm pretty sure you just told me. No, he has done that and he's also certified to do glass walks and everything now like to take people through them but no so i it might have been i don't think it was tony robbins but it might have been um and they have like these fire sticks and you light it on fire and there's a there's a method to it but basically like i ate fire wow yeah okay no what i meant by fire sorry station <laughs> sorry what is- you write your manifestations down on paper. And also that is cool. But you, you write your manifestations down on paper and then you... Oh, you burn it. And you yeah. Because then you were letting it into the universe. Yeah. that's I love doing that because just because it's really powerful. Yeah. Like, send your intentions like flying. Also candle magic. Yeah. Inscribe your intention into a candle. Well, and it takes it, it takes it one step further too, right? If I'm writing my affirmations on paper and I'm rereading them, you, that could be something where... You're writing it down, then you're rereading it, and then you're taking it and you're lighting it. So you're doing one more step of yeah. intention with it. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I sent you a video of me lighting yeah. it on fire, yeah, <laughs> and then running across my room with throwing it, and throwing the metal thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's let's square back to what we were talking about. So you, I don't remember how we got to this, but hanging out with yourself. Uh, that is, is journaling, right? You're hanging out with yourself. Yeah. And that's very important to, because when you're authentic, you are again, congruent with your, uh, your words are congruent with your actions and your actions are congruent with your words and beliefs. So the more that you hang out with yourself, the more that you will be able to consciously know how you act and react to things. If you're constantly bouncing off of other people's energy and you're not taking that time to 
spend time with yourself or reflect or do whatever, then you lose that conscious step of knowing what you're doing because you're constantly stuck in an outside flow rather than your internal flow. So, so essentially it's about... You're stuck in other people's flow versus being, yourself. Yeah, being more internal. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be internal with everything, but... Yeah, just be more internal with yourself and then when others are involved, it's combining internal and external to make sure it matches you but is not... But it also is giving you another perspective. So you're yeah. looking at both. Because if you don't hang out with yourself, if you don't have a hobby, if you don't take the time to do that, you're going to go fucking insane eventually. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of what you think. Like when I think about, ex- um, not external, when I think about extrovert and introverts, like when people ask me what if I'm an extrovert or introvert, I literally think I'm just, I'm both. Mm-hmm. Because I love being around other people and talking to people, but I also love being alone. Yeah. Like, I love just sitting alone. Like, you were no, half time in my room alone working, and I don't even care. I think what can also differentiate that, too, is social anxiety. You have no social anxiety. <laughs> so, I wouldn't call you an introvert at all. You're very much an extrovert. But everyone can value alone time. That's actually a new perspective. I haven't heard because when I tell people I'm uh, introvert expert, they're always like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense because you spend time alone." You are an extrovert, but you take the time to spend with yourself and to work on the things that you want to or need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's a good way of describing it. Yeah, um, I think I'm ENT ENTJP or some PJ. Yeah, I'm F. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever the the protagonist thing is, I know all I know is the name of it is protagonist or something. Yeah, I like remember. I'm the main character. <laughs> um, okay, we talked about being more internal, be mindful, being mindful. Write more, your own story. Write your own story. The more mindful you are with what you're doing, the more intentionally it will be the more intentional it will be and intention doing things with intention doing things because of um because they align with your values that is authenticity uh okay so let's reflect being mindful uh hanging out with yourself being intentional um I think in order to fully, have you ever sat down and written out your values or your beliefs? I have, but it wasn't really for me specifically. It was more so like my company's beliefs or my company's values. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to tell you to sit down and write down a list of values and a list of beliefs for yourself. For myself, just just personally internal. Yeah. Like, and then what, how'd that look? So for values, it'd be like what I value as a person and what I... What you, val- what you value in yourself. And that could be, you could write down your values for relationships. You could write down your values for work. You could write down your values for your, in, like, interpersonal, like, you towards yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your beliefs, that could be literally anything. Okay. Like what, when you think of that, what, what comes to your head first and when it comes to your head, do you second guess it or do you fully a hundred percent go with it? So do I follow my in- intuition? Yeah. Okay. 
I was thinking that, but I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. I, I feel like <clears throat> I definitely do follow my intuition most of the time. If I think something, I mean, you already know I'm very stubborn. Mm. So if I think something, I'm always just going to follow my intuition and just go with it. So I definitely think one of my main decision factors is through my intuition. Like if I think, I look back at myself and I say, do I think this is going to benefit um, the end goal or whatever, All right? What if my intuition tells me? Does like, it benefit the long game? Does it benefit the long game? And I'm like, if it does, then yeah, I'm going with it. If my intuition tells me, do it. I'm like, yep, okay. And that might be my intrusive thoughts kicking in. But you know what? Intrusive thoughts and, and my intuition are one and the same. Yeah. Because I'm delusional. <laughs> Delusions drive my life. I love you. I love you. What about Freaking you? group chat for work is going off right now. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's a busy girl, busy social media queen. Last thing that I think goes so hand in hand with authenticity. I made the episode notes today, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, but I thought this was a really important thing to talk about in general. Uh, and you do it so naturally that like the- being yourself and being authentic that I don't think it would have come to your mind right away. You just you just do it like you you are just you and you've never hidden that down to those fucking bracelets being tied on your wrist that you can't take off like <laughs> you have never I don't think I've seen that off your wrist in over a year in the yeah. whole year and a bit that I've known you <laughs> yeah and I love that for you I also I was gonna say I love your your necklace I feel like Noor got it for me they, it's, it's cute I like I love you a lot shout out Noor shout out Noor I, but well, you know, I also I the had, reason we get along so well is yeah. because we both are so authentically ourselves and we don't care what others think. We just are going to do whatever is going to be good for our long run. Like if we feel like it's going to benefit us or we're going to learn something or grow, we're going to go through it and do it. Mm-hmm. And that also plays into authenticity just because we're always real with mm-hmm. our expectations for yeah. ourselves. Well, and that's why when I first met you, I was so drawn to you is because you are, you can tell. You can feel it. You can see it. You take leadership. You don't give a fuck what people think. Like, I'll make fun of you sometimes, like, jokingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do that out of love because I love that you can do that, right? Well, I appreciate that. I mean, we've also known each other for so long now that that no One year. No, literally. We, so long. That, I mean, we have... <laughs> it, it's felt like I've known you my whole life, which yeah, is the no, crazy and that, Yeah. Because we've known each other for a year, and when, when I tell people, like, when I tell people after they've seen us on the podcast, I tell them we've known each other for a year. We met a year ago, and they're like... What the fuck? They're like, you haven't known her... You've known her for just a year? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And like, how was it? Why'd you get to start a podcast right after meeting? Well, I've gotten... And that's the amazing thing about this podcast, because of the topics that we've spoken about and the planning that it takes and all of that but mainly the topics that we speak about because we could sit there and plan we get that done yeah but when we come on here and we have these conversations and we get into depth and sometimes i counter what you're saying or you counter what i'm saying i've gotten to know you so much better because of these conversations and we know that other people are going to hear this oh yeah and we know other people are going to listen to these conversations but that's never stopped us from having these conversations or getting as deep as we might get in these conversations and 
before when I was talking about the friendship or the relationship, um, those two that I've dealt with in the past year, I'm not going to go and say names. No, obviously but that's also something that I experienced and I am not going to not talk about those things because like I'll talk about them with anyone in person, right? Like I will talk about situations I've been through in person. Why would I hide it on here? So I think the more that we've had these conversations and you've shared things with me and we've uh, countered each other and gone this deep, I think we've really, really gotten to know. I think speaking for a consistent hour every week, every week, you really get to know somebody because you can hang out with someone and sit on your phone or whatever. But when you're having conversations dedicated to topics, you learn that person's values and beliefs through the conversations that you have or you learn how adaptable a person can be through those conversations as well and you still see how open they are and it goes back to our values mm-hmm. when we established when we first established the podcast we came up with values and two of them were being genuine and authentic on mm-hmm. on on our podcast mm-hmm. on every episode and i think that we've done that up to this point i think that also wow that's an amazing point that you bring up and excuse me not to bypass the fact that we just posted consistently and are only now starting to post uh content for ourselves or whatever but the fact that we sat down and wrote out a list of values yeah instead of writing a list of end goals shows a lot about how authentic these conversations are and yeah. how authentic our intentions are with these conversations yeah and i i, I remember that distinctly that we literally came up with a list of values that we wanted to follow and two of the most important ones that actually relate to this episode of the new authenticity and gen- being genuine yeah because we said we want to be open books right yeah who you are behind closed doors that's in the name mm-hmm. right it's literally being authentic mm-hmm. uncovering opening the door and looking behind the door and seeing who we actually are as people and now people know because we're not putting on an act yeah <laughs> I, like the, after the cameras go off i don't i don't just like get up and, and walk out ashes and be like okay see you next week sometimes <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just like um okay so authenticity we've talked about four things i want to throw a fifth one on there but to close this out i'm going to go over the four that we talked about so one okay five things okay ready one be mindful two hang out with yourself three do things with intention four write down your values and beliefs they might change over time but write them out, whether it's once a year, whether it's once every six months, whether it's you go and you, ba- you go back and you read them for yourself, write them out. Um, and then number five is take risks for yourself and be original and not be original that you need to be this whole new thing that no one's ever seen before, but do the things that feel right to you. And that is originality in yourself and take risks if you're scared like if you're scared to start that expand your comfort zone yeah if you're scared to start that podcast if you're scared to put your music out there if you're scared to make that post on instagram just do it or make videos if you're scared to create content what's the worst thing someone can do Uh, unlike it comment a bat something like rude yeah like last week mana or someone commented on our video asking if mana was speaking in autism like 
at first I saw that and I was like, should we delete it? Should we delete it? And I was like, no, engagement, whatever. Like, and sorry. I like, like it, leave a heart. Like, so what? <laughs> and and yeah. the funny thing is they never responded to that. And also, what kind of fucking, and I know people use this as, uh, as like hate speech or like try to use it in a der- derogatory way. But if somebody really came at me using the term autism in an offensive way, I would be like, why, thank you. You must think I'm intelligent. Yeah, because autistic people are very intelligent, like, yeah. literally. And that's coming from someone who has someone with highly functioning yeah. autism in their family, right? So you have a direct experience with that. But it also just shows when someone tries so hard to leave a comment or whatever to bring you down. You're, you're it's sitting there. behind your phone watching my content, typing it out. Right. Yeah. So for me, I'm actually flattered that they would take the time out of their day to leave that comment and give me engagement mm-hmm. because what you're doing is you're literally just giving me more views mm-hmm. which i'm like you know i'm not complaining about that if even it's the rudest comment in the world i'm like you're still engaging with my content which is going to boost it in the long run so who cares Did you, i know you are as a person probably the person who left that comment is fighting their internal demons and they saw something i did and they were jealous in terms of maybe he he speaks so confidently or he's very enthusiastic and he's just like, I'm like, you know what? That's, that's your problem. I don't care if you don't like the way it's triggered. <laughs> yeah. Trigger, trigger warning. But yeah, I don't care if you don't like the content we produce. Like that's okay. Go watch something else. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can write to us at embodimentpod at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a DM, it's at embodiment.pod. Or if you'd like to follow us or message us personally on Instagram, it's at emmanuelseries and at ashley.fry. I'm Ashley. And I'm Mano. And you've been listening to Embodiment, who you are behind closed doors. Thank you guys. Have a beautiful day, babies. And I am so grateful for you.